Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the head of the Board of Trade tells us how to encourage innovation. No one knew they needed a post-it note until they showed it to them. The post-it notes were developed because of a mistake. So if you think about if you're trying to solve a problem and you're going after that problem, you may fail in solving that problem, but you may find a solution to something else. I'm joined by Jack McDougall. He is the president and CEO of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. The Board of Trade is one of our region's most important business associations, and they are very engaged in the challenge of growing our economy. Jack comes to Washington, D.C. with prior experience as an innovation and economic expert, and he's provided a fresh and new viewpoint on how we can grow the region. Jack, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Tell us, uh, what is the Board of Trade and what does it do? The Board of Trade is a membership organization uh, representing industry sectors across our region. And uh, we are focused on strategic questions. What sort of a business environment do we want to have in the future where we can prosper? And balance with that also is what do we want our communities to be like? So we're not as engaged in day-to-day -day tactical issues, but really kind of creating the business environment that will drive future productivity and growth. And the history of this region is one where a lot of our economy and a lot of the structure of our economy and our communities really were driven by the business community. There's a long history. I believe your organization is 130-year history. Yeah, next year we celebrate 130 years. So we tend to think about this place uh, as a government town, perhaps, but the reality is it's a business town. It really is a business town, and there's a thriving business community here, and it's growing. Uh, all the time. We are still somewhat dependent on business services, professional services, particularly around doing business with the federal government. Um, that's an advantage that we have that few regions across the country do have, but it's not enough. Mm -hmm. And as you think about the changing dynamic globally and how global competitiveness is changing and how new technologies are coming online, particularly disruptive technologies, we really need to add. So I don't really even think about it as, as diversifying our economic portfolio, but it's that we need to add to it. So we have companies here like Mars and Capital One and you know the cell industry started here. There are many, many examples, you know, precision medicine where we're doing technology products have nothing to do with the federal government. This is a big business town. Um, you've come here from the outside. You came down, I think, from New York. You've looked at other places around the country where job growth is faster, high growth uh, companies are growing more. What is it about our region that we really need to get after to keep up or run ahead of the other business communities in the country and around the world? Well, I think innovation. Innovation is really key. Innovation is key to economic growth, economic prosperity. Innovation is key to national defense and national security. And so if you're not innovating, you're constantly falling behind. And because the innovation equation now moves so quickly, you really have to stay out in front of it. You know, and one thing I would add to the equation uh, that you just mentioned, too, is that, you know, our region just landed Micron, uh, a chip advanced chip manufacturer. So our region also has capacity to manufacture product, which I think is one of those additive elements that we need to bring that will really help push the prosperity that we're going to need over the long term. Now, when I hear innovation, what I tend to think of is it's a behavior, you know, uh, it's, it's a human behavior where somebody takes what currently exists, figures out what doesn't exist and what needs are out there and builds something in anticipation and, and gets it right so that suddenly there's demand. Customers, businesses want what you have to sell. That's what innovation means to me. And it could be social innovation too, providing better services. 
So I see it as a behavioral thing. Is that really ultimately our biggest challenge here, that we have a culture where we've benefited from enormous stability because of our proximity to the federal government? Maybe we're not risk takers enough or we're not encouraged to be creative enough? What do you think? Innovation does require a certain tolerance for risk as well as failure. You know, no one knew they needed a post-it note until they showed it to them, but post-it notes were developed because of a mistake. So if you think about, if you're trying to solve a problem and you're going after that problem, you may fail in solving that problem, but you may find a solution to something else. And so you have to really be thinking holistically and not just focused in on the one thing that you're trying to do. So innovation needs to be very broad, I think. And so creating an innovative environment means uh, improving the risk tolerance, managing for failure, embracing failure, not trying to eliminate failure. But what does that look like? And that's kind of the antithesis of what we did in the 20th century. Mm -hmm. And so as we become more innovative, how do we create that kind of a culture? So it becomes a, a, a real shift in mindset. So a number of groups in town, business groups, are really focused on affordable housing, for example, uh, and, and issues like that, talent creation. Uh, I have the impression that innovation, if people are taking risks and pushing the boundary, the pie grows. And a lot of these other issues tend to take care of themselves. What do you think? I think 10% of 1,000 is better than 50% of 100. Mm -hmm. So you want to grow the portfolio. You want to grow the economy. And so you just try to look at what are some of the constraints. We talk a lot about transportation. Very serious issue. Congestion here needs to be resolved. Housing issues, particularly housing availability and affordability, uh, are also issues. I think those issues get addressed by creating a more innovative environment. By attracting the investment, by attracting the talent to doing things that are cool and really trying to push the envelope. And as you do that and as you grow the economic portfolio, innovations, number one, things around smart cities and other types of technologies and bringing those on board will help provide solutions to some of those other challenges. But also by growing the economy, you're then growing wealth and wealth affords you the resources you need to make the investments. We, we're cash-strapped. Our cities are cash-strapped. Our counties are cash-strapped. Federal government is cash-strapped. So we really need to grow the economy, and growing the economy requires innovation. It requires being willing to take risks and push boundaries. It does. So, Jack, Board of Trade, if I'm listening and I want to be involved in this organization, how do I do that? Reach out to me. Uh, check out our website and uh, send us a note. Happy to get you involved. There's a lot of different activities that we have underway right now around our smart region projects, um, looking at everything from food and economic security to closing the digital divide to looking at how we can create platforms for advanced medical technologies to improve healthcare services and a number of other things. So yeah, take a look. And if you have any questions, let us know. And I would be happy to have a conversation with you. Folks, that was Jack McDougall, President and CEO of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. Thank you to our sponsor, TEDCO. TEDCO invests in early stage tech and life science companies. It provides resources and connections that companies need to thrive in Maryland. TEDCO's mission is to discover, invest in, and help build great companies. Learn more at www.tedco.md. And a thank you to our sponsor, JLL. JLL is the leading commercial real estate service company within the Washington, D.C. metro area, serving the technology, government contracting, and professional services industries. JLL's strategy-led approach and expert implementation results in cost-effective and flexible real estate solutions that help their clients succeed and grow. 
Thank you to Speakerbox Communications. Speakerbox is your team for meeting the unique demands of the technology sector, crystallizing complex ideas, targeting highly intelligent buyers, and moving at the speed of tech. Since 1997, they've given voice to many of our industry's top thinkers and performers. Check them out at speakerboxpr.com. And thanks to our sponsor, Tandem Product Academy. If you're looking to grow a software technology business and you're past your first five employees or your first half a million dollars of revenue, their free educational program will teach you how to grow your business. Supported by a broad group of our region's leading business organizations and local governments, Tandem Product Academy is free to participants. Learn more at tandeminnovate.com. Thank you for joining us on What's Working in Washington. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.